try to sound like hate this i think he still does this is the hate report with joel friday not james hake okay i'm filling in for hate today uh, i don't know if you guys knew or guessed that it was me but i'm here i'm excited to do it um we got same people on the board we got hassan on the board nick on the phones these are my friends so we're gonna have a fun day if the Lord is willing, and we're going to get to it. Just a little bit of background while I try to figure out how to put the chat up so I can see your guys' comments. I don't know how to do it, but I'll figure it out. Is I used to work, for for the people that don't know me, I used to work for Jesse Lee Peterson in 2017, I think. And I was the audio engineer, so I was doing what Hassan's doing. And I was there for about three and a half years, um... I was running the board, uh, doing the, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, He Black, Arkansas. Yeah, that was me. I'm still black, still slow, still can't read. But that was me uh, a while ago. I left, what was it, April, Easter, Good Friday on, the, on 2021. So I left, do my own thing, you know, do my thing. It was just time for me to move forward. And I, you know, had my studio. I went full-time as an entrepreneur which I'm going to get into, but I just did that um, and still always been around, you know, still talking to, you know, the people at Bond. I still talk to Hassan, you know, I talked to Jesse, you know, still been around, but just been doing my thing. But um, James, unfortunately, his back is something going on. So I came to fill in and we're going to try to do what we can do. I still can't pull up the chat here. I want to see what you guys are saying. Because I want to see the reaction if you guys knew it was me or if you guys didn't. Because I see that James put, like, the thumbnail and it was, like, the shape. And it looked like a black person. And it kind of looked like me. So I don't know if you guys guessed it or maybe if Jesse, you know, gave it away in any kind of way or whatever. But I wanted to see what you guys think. But I can't see it right now, but I probably will soon. But call in and um, we can talk. But getting into it, work on your iPad. Yeah, Nick, if you can pull up the the chat for me, the YouTube chat, so I can see what they're saying. So just a little bit about my background, um, or what I've been up to. Not the background. We'll get into that. But what I've been up to. So I left in 2021 to go full time, full blown with my business. Um, it's been rough. Tell you that it hasn't been the easiest, but I've been blessed. You know, God's hand has, you know, been on it the whole time. Um, but, you know, it's been it's been some challenges, which is, you know, the best thing, because obviously you learn. Um, now I know how James felt when I used to do that kind of stuff. It's just like distracting. Um, but, yeah, so I went out and did my dance studio thing full time. Little side hustles, you know, do what I had to do. But I did that 
And from there, oh, from there, you know, one thing kind of just led to another. I was doing it full time, um, you know, just trying to make something happen with my dance studio. I'm a business owner. For you guys don't know, I have a dance studio, a dance program that I started in 2018 with the help of, um, with the encouragement of uh, Jesse. Oh, I got to look at the camera. So I'm new. I'm new. He black. (laughs) (laughs) I started uh, with the encouragement of Jesse through the entrepreneurship program uh, back in 2018 to start my own business. I was teaching, I've been teaching for 12, 12, 13 years, but I was working for somebody else. He encouraged me to get my own thing, do my own thing and start my own studio. So I, I did that, you know, baby steps, nothing crazy, just small steps. And, you know, we started off good. Obviously, the excitement was there. Everything was going good. But obviously, when you start a business, it's not always the easiest. You know, people think you're just going to take off. Realistically, there's a lot of work. And then you, there's a lot of things you don't know, right? But that's why you have good people around you. But I was doing that. And it was going good. Had students in there. New students were coming in. It was popping. But then out of nowhere, summer came around. Now, you got to understand young kids, teenagers. They... Their moods, especially nowadays, their moods change like socks, even sooner. It's so quick, right? So for me, you know, the the job is to keep their attention, to entertain, but also not force them to be there. So what I had to do is, you know, what I didn't know was I had to learn how to entertain, how to uplift, how to encourage, excuse me, how to encourage and do what I have to do to keep them keep them coming in, keep the, the flow going, keep traffic coming in. Because obviously now I'm full-time as a business. You got to make money, right? But um, stuff happened. You know, summer came around, vacation came, and, you know, some of them started to leave. I started losing um, kids in summer. High school came around, then they started getting into high school things. I started losing students there. So now business is taking, right? It's like not going what I thought it was going to go. You know, I took this leap. I'm like, I'm ready. We're going for it. And, you know, it tanked. But I wasn't prepared. But, you know, like I said, I've been blessed. So everything has been working itself out. But from there, I realized from that that I was missing, like, an element of how to properly, like, build a a successful business. I was missing it. So... What I did is I was at a standstill, but I didn't have the, you know, I knew some things, but I didn't know how to bring it back. So at that point, you know, I'm out on my own. I'm, you know, I don't want to ask besides for advice and, you know, help as far as that goes. I don't want to ask nobody for a handout. I'm just trying to like hit the ground and then get up, find a way to get up. So that's what I was doing. And I was at a standstill. So I'm like, I need to I need to learn more. I need to know more about building a business, entrepreneurship. Soon as I figured that out, two weeks later, I get approached by a guy in the insurance industry. Now, mind you, you're probably thinking, like, how does insurance connect with business? Trust me, when he came up to me, I'm thinking, no, that ain't got nothing to do with what I need to do. But God and ways knows how to slip things in there that you and it always happens this way that you don't quite recognize right away. Right. But for some reason, even though I wasn't looking for another job, I wasn't looking to get into anything else, something in me was like, just go see, right? So I went to one of the insurance meetings. I don't even know why. I went there, and the first meeting, they were talking about everything about business. It wasn't even about insurance that day. It was all about entrepreneurship, how to build a business, how to create a structure, 
how to build systems. And I was just blown away on all the stuff that I didn't quite know. Right. So it was like, you know, helping me, you know, move forward. Like, what do I need to do next? So I was nervous. I didn't know um, if I was going the wrong route. Right. But I'm, I was like 28 at the time. So I got time to fail. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you know, that big of a deal. You go, it's not for you. Then you get out and do something else. So I went and I was having conflict. When I tell you I was having conflict because I'm like, am I off track? Overthinking it. Beta, overthinking it. I was, am I off track? Am I going the wrong way? Is God with me? Did he let go? All that stuff, right? But little that I know as I'm continuing to go is that they were teaching all the things that I was missing in my business, certain things. Um, even though, you know, there was a foundational truth that I knew, there was still more that I didn't know. So anyways, fast forward, I continued to do it. And I learned from there that they have such a huge, the insurance industry has such an insane machine that runs itself, right? It's not really the, it's the people that make the business, yes, obviously you got to be, you know, a decent person, blah, 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 right? Well, not all the time, but, you know, for it to be successful and how you want it to be. And, you know, you think that that's the case, but for me, I realized that the machine that was being ran by the insurance industry was so huge that I couldn't even recognize, you know, how to, what step, the, the next step. So moving forward, I realized, like, man, I don't have a machine. You know, I have, like, hope. I have this faith that, you know, I'm trusting in God. And that's what Jesse helped me. That helped me Jesse helped me realize this to take one step at a time, you know, and not think too far ahead of the future. You know, you don't got to have a, a 30,000-square-foot dance studio out the gate. You can start small. So he helped me take those baby steps. So I had a foundational truth, but then I realized how— the machine that they had, I didn't have. So um, I just learned everything. I Whatever they was given, I was, you know, they were trying to get me to sell insurance. And I did a little bit, but I was mainly there just to learn the business side. So I was doing it. I was there. And it got to a point where I was learning so much, I had to make a decision. Do I stop my dance studio for a second and just go full time with this uh, insurance place just to you know, learn, learn whatever they have to teach me or take, um, or don't, right? I had to make a decision. Now, again, conflict. Satan was getting busy. Like, you sure you want to do that? But I went with my gut instinct and I did it. Stopped the studio. No dance studio. Nobody knew about that. But for like six months or more, there was no dance studio. No, nothing. Empty. Zero. And the students that were there, they didn't know if it was ever going to come back. Something's ringing. They didn't know if it, it was ever going to come back. And they didn't know, you know, what was going on. But I had to go with my gut. So I went with my gut and I left and went full time in the business. Best decision that I ever made. Um, not because it was meant for me to be there or it was, but because it was meant for me to learn what I need to learn. So six months goes by. I'm thinking I'm going to be there, you know, longer, you know, to learn what I need to learn. Six months goes by. I learned so much about the machine systems, operating systems, putting systems in place to let the business run itself so eventually you don't have to, and having a schedule and all these things that I didn't know, a structure, you know, and uh, incentives 
to inspire, um, you know, the kids to to want to be there, to recognize their growth, to encourage them. All these things I didn't know, and they were doing that in the insurance industry. Incentives, you know, different systems in place for development, training seminars, all kinds of stuff, like packets, you know, that you show them in the beginning to get them inspired, you know, to want to join or, or what the future, you know, holds or whatever the case is. So just different things. Some things I agree with, some things I didn't. But I did that and I learned everything I needed, literally. Still learning, but I learned what I needed. And after that, I left because there's just things that I didn't want to be an insurance an agent, to be honest. Um, from the very beginning, I knew that I'm not an insurance agent. And they were trying to train me to be an insurance agent. Now, mind you, um, an insurance agent um, is long-term career business. You know what I mean? Like these people you're getting insurance with for 60, 70, 80 years. This is long term. So when, you know, by the time they retire, when they're 65 and you're not there, they're like, I want to talk to my insurance agent. Oh, he quit 30 years ago. Then it's like, what the? They don't know what to do. These are people's lives. So then I thought like, man, do I want to do this long term? No. So I did what I had to do. And then I left. And just a disclaimer, um, in my experience, you know, there's always this skepticism if uh, insurance is like the pyramid scheme and all that stuff. There's a, a, a huge opportunity to make a lot of money. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you an example in a second to make a lot of money in the insurance industry if you do it right. Now, it's the people that you come across that obviously, you know, they're maybe money hungry. They maybe have an agenda whatever the case is, that make it seem like the business is a scheme, but it's, it's a legit business. You just got to have the right people running it with the right energy, and you can make a lot of money. If that's your thing, wasn't my thing, so boom. But in the midst of that, in the midst of that, um, they found out that I dance, right? They found out that I have a studio. So they called me up in a meeting, right? In the middle of a meeting, they called me up, and they were like, Let's see you dance. <laughs> and they knew it. They had music playing, so they called me up, and I went up there, and I did a little, you know, dance. I'm going to show you right now what, the, what it was. But I did a little dance, you know, in the middle of the meeting. You're going to see it right now. And, you know, unexpected. I didn't know I didn't plan it. There was no choreography. It wasn't prepped. It was like, oh, we just, they asked me to do it. I'm going to go up there and do it, right? So I did it. We're working on the clip right now, but there you go. There it is right there. There's no music. So what you see is me dancing in the middle of an aisle with a bunch of people on the sides. They don't really know if they want to look, be embarrassed, or get hype, but some people got hype with me, as you can see there. And I just did that little thing. 20 seconds, tops. Wasn't thinking nothing of it, and somebody sent me this video, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, I could put it on my, on my Instagram. Why not? And I put it on my Instagram, and I put it on my dance studio Instagram first. And, you know, just cute. I wasn't expecting nothing from it. No big deal. Nothing happened. And then somebody sent me a better version, which is the one you're seeing here. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I posted. I wasn't even going to post it because I already posted it. And I posted on my, my personal channel, Joel Friday TV. And I posted it, and the joy went viral. Like crazy. It started to go slowly. I'm like, oh, okay, it's catching some traction. Out of nowhere, it just go up, 
up. It hit a million. And I'm like, a million views off of this 20 seconds. I'm not even doing nothing. I didn't even try. I have 90 choreography routines that I've been, you know, trying to make do something. They ain't doing nothing. And this 20 second thing hits a million. So it hits a million. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. I'm getting followers. I'm like, what's going on? It keeps going up. It don't stop. It goes up to 16 million. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, what, what, what did I do? Right. So 16 million, it stops at 16 million. I get all kinds of followers from it. Like people are asking for more of the video. I post more videos. I don't have a clip of that. I post more. And then um, those start going crazy too. And I'm like, wow, this is like a thing now. So I pinned myself at that time as the dancing insurance guy, right? That was my, I, I wanted to capitalize off it quick because I knew that it was already turning into something. So I said, I'm the dancing insurance guy. Boom, that stuck quick. So I was getting all kinds of calls. People were like, I want to talk to the dancing insurance guy. Is the dancing insurance guy there? I want insurance. And a lot of time people are skeptical about insurance because there's no trust aspect there. They think that there's an agenda. And and some and oftentimes, you know, from experience, you see that there is an agenda, right? They're trying to make money too at the same time. But, you know, you don't know if you could trust them or not. So the whole point about being a good insurance agent is people can trust you. If they trust you, they'll give you your money because they know that you're going to do it, um, work in their best interest for them with your money. So they have to trust you. Now, the good thing about dance is that it was just a little silly thing, but what it did is it, it connected me to human them as a human, just some fun, entertaining stuff. It wasn't nothing serious. So they felt good about it, and automatically they were like, I want to talk to him. So after that, business just shot up. Now I'm getting calls. People are calling me. Insurance people usually call you to get you to buy insurance. They were calling me like, how can I get in touch with uh, the dancing insurance guy? After that, video takes off to 30 million. 30 million. It goes, still goes up. It's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere where you can see it. I'm getting messages, everything. It goes crazy. That month alone, within that month, I made um, like the, the most that I've ever made in the insurance industry and a lot of people in that business because of the fact that I had clients. I had clients, I had clients, I had clients. So I made a good amount of money. I'm not going to tell you how much because some of you guys be like, that's it? Or some of you guys be like, "Nah." But to me, it's just what it was. So I made what I made and... I'm like, dang, this is a thing. You know, I'm the dancing insurance guy. What am I going to do? But in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't want to be no insurance agent. But I'm thinking like, you never know where you're going to go. You know, trust God. He may lead you in a different direction. Maybe it's still connected, whatever the case is. So you just kind of let go and see where it goes. A month later, even though I'm getting traction, you know, it's happening. It clicks for me. I'm like, I'm ready to start my studio again. I'm making money. You know, people are starting to recognize the agency that I was working with. Like, people are coming in. Like, it's it's becoming a thing. And then I'm like, it's time for me to start my dance studio again. I got I to gotta move on. So I left. I left and moved on. And um, with the money I had, I'm like, let me go back full-time with my dance studio. I restructured my business entirely, entirely. And... I made it. I put systems in place. I, I learned how to build that machine. And I'm still in the process. I'm still kind of new to it. 
but learning that there's more than just the faith aspect. Now, the faith aspect is going to get you the knowledge you need, but you can't just sit down in bed and be like faith that it's going to be successful. No, you got to put the work in, you got to learn. And the faith is what led me to those opportunities and that information, that, that knowledge, the wisdom. And from there, you know, I capitalized off it. So now I'm in the process of building that. So I used the money that I made from the insurance industry and I was just using that to pay the bills. Uh, uh, so I could focus full time on the dance studio. I'm ready. I'm like, let's go. And again, another expectation. It's about to blow up. It's about to blow up. Now, mind you, the, the students that I got after the fact, it's, it's been a different um, experience. They're inspired. They want to be there. They're motivated. And that's a step ahead than what it used to be. They're doing different things. We just had a competition that they went to on Saturday. So we're doing more things to get them excited about it. So, you know, we can continue to do what we're doing. So hold on. Let me go back to the chat. I keep losing it. Oh, it's over here. So, sorry, y'all. He black. Hold on. Hold on. What the? I messed it up. I don't know what I'm doing, Nick. You would think that because I was the Andre engineer helping Jesse doing this stuff a while ago that I would remember, but negative. So, 400, you marry it. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to get to some of these comments because I want to see, talk to you guys a little bit. It's been a little while, but um, where was I at? I forgot. Uh, I let, oh, I started the studio and they're more inspired, but I had an expectation that it was going to take off, going to blow up. And it is taking, it's happening. It's happening. I see it more clearly now, but obviously with the business time, especially as a Christian, Christian um, and trying to start a business, it's different. It's different because you don't have oftentimes that as you're learning and growing to overcome the emotions, right? You don't have that emotional drive to like propel you to do more, have a lot of energy. A lot of people use their emotions. And now that I'm overcoming that, the emotions, I understand that that's, that's not what should be driving me. You know what I'm saying? That's not what I should be from my opinion, you know, from what I see. You know, what, what, if that's working for you, I, you know, we can disagree to agree to disagree. But for me, I see that I want the light. I want the light to guide me in my steps, not to feel angry, not to be angry and be like, use that anger to to drive you to prove somebody wrong. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with proving people wrong, but that shouldn't be like your foundation. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got to prove because guess what? When you get it, you're going to prove them wrong. And then now what What's left? There's no foundation there. Now you need another uh, episode. You need to feel good again to be inspired. And that's what I was seeing a lot in the insurance industry, people using emotions. And I couldn't all the way relate. So fast forward, did that. And fast forward to now, um, you know, I've been doing the thing, um, you know, still, you know, working on building it. And, you know, taking it day by day. But let me just be honest for a second. Let me just be honest is that it's been hell to pay. Hell to pay. It's been rough. It's been hard. It's been a struggle. It's nothing that my expectations thought. But I can see where it can go. I have the vision for it. I can see where it can go. But it's tough. It's not an easy road. And as soon as I left Jesse Lee Peterson's uh, bond, uh, I knew I had to leave because it was time for me to get out there. I had to get, you know, in the world and understand 
how it works and understand that um, nobody is cares about what you know. They don't care how wise you may be. They don't care if you have a nice smile, you work out. They need to pay the bills. And that's what I was learning. It's like, look, the studio is not, you know, going at the pace you want it. You got to pay these bills. So, you know, different side hustles were coming up and I was just doing what I had to do, different side hustles. But it's been hard. Failed a lot. Fell a lot. And I'm now trying to uh, place my feet on solid ground and seeing what's needed. And this is the lesson of it all for me. I know that was a long story. I hope that wasn't uh, too boring. But is that responsibility. I didn't know this, mind you. I didn't know this because I wasn't taught this understanding, right? Or if I, I knew it intellectually. I didn't really know it in my spirit. Responsibility is foundation. The reason why artists and musicians and Everybody who does like an art, our art form, right, expression, is that oftentimes you feel good about, you just want the, the glory of it. Meaning like, I'll give you a perfect example. When I was younger, I've always been this way. I've always been the guy that looked for the glory. Because when I was younger, I was a wide receiver playing football. I played football most of my life. I was a wide receiver. I just wanted to score the touchdowns. That's it. Pass me the ball. I'm fast. I could juke. And I want to score. I like the crowd cheering. I like getting the praise. That's what I needed. Filling the void, right? Filling the void as a kid. So I was doing that. But my coaches are like, you're not blocking. Your, your teammate, your running back is getting hit because you don't want to block. And I'm like, just pass me the ball, right? And I used to get mad at my coaches because they used to never play me. And I'm like, why don't you play me? I catch better than all these guys on the, on the field. I'm watching I catch better. And all of them on the field, low-key, high-key, telling me, like, you're better. Why aren't you playing? But my coaches were always like, you're not going to play because you don't know the game. Facts. Facts. But I'm thinking, like, racist. Not really. <laughs> not really, but I'm thinking, like, it's against me. I'm the problem, right? Or, or he, they're the problem. Not me. They're the problem. Like, I can catch. Put me on the field, right? Just the glory. And I didn't make it in football. Didn't make it in baseball. Baseball was my favorite sport. Played 14 years my whole life. I wanted to play that too. But I didn't know the game. I just wanted the glory. So the point was that a lot oftentimes there's nothing wrong with wanting the appreciation and acceptance and um, encouragement and the praise low-key from people when you're actually built from the ground up. Because guess what? The artists and the people who are doing it, they get to a certain status and they got all the glory. They got everything that they wanted, everything they were looking for. And then when it's gone, their time is up, they kill themselves. They are depressed. They go back to a job, whatever the case is. And the reason why what I learned, and I'm grateful because God is leading me in this way, is that responsibility is first, right? I'm thinking like, Man, I don't want to go back to another nine-to-five job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to make the studio work. I'm not no nine-to-five guy. That's not me. Work Bills don't care about nine-to-five guy. Rent, all that stuff don't care about. Not, responsibilities don't care about nine-to-five guy, right? They care about all the bills getting paid. So what I learned is that, man, you, I got this, you know, I got an apartment. You know, I like my apartment. And I'm like, if I want to stay here. I have to pay the bills. 
and there's no how you're going to pay him. Let's hope the studio is going to pick up. It's not that. Do what you got to do if you want to stay. That's real life. That's what life is about. Do what you got to do because guess what? That discipline of it sucking. You hate it. You don't like it. You learn how to endure through that pain of it so you're grounded. So when stuff come, say if like like COVID came and knocked out all artists, all dancers, the studios that I used to go to all closed down. The venues I used to perform at all closed down. They, they relocated or they're closed, right? And now it's like, well, what do we do? They don't know how to work. So God allowed me to see that if it's rough, work. Build the discipline first. Build the foundation first. And once you build that foundation, now it's strong. So now the icing on the cake is the glory and the praise. And then in return, you know how you got there. So you give the, the, you know, the glory to God. But you're appreciative of it and you don't have doubt about it. And you're not looking for more of it because you're satisfied. Right? So... That's what I realized, and that's the hell I've been going through. And it's been tough, tell me. There's been bills missed. There's been debt. There's been stuff. I'm not going to lie. A lot of stuff. But it was necessary because I didn't know certain um, keys or um, um, what do you call it? Um, Certain pieces of information that were important to just being in society listen to the song ain't it fun by paramore that's the exact exactly what i'm talking about that's exactly what i'm talking about you think you're all good until um the world spits you out no matter you work out none of it you're gone so i had to go backwards a little bit and it's not backwards let me take that back it's just doing what you got to do but now it's shooting me forward so i'm actually working more when i picked up these you know little hustles here and there different things I'm working more because now I got that momentum. You know, now I'm, you know, building it up. So that was the lesson for me. Responsibility first, building that foundation. And then the next thing you know, um, the success comes. You know, God blesses you. And in it, it's not miserable. You're not like, dang, this sucks. When is my time going to come? No, he's blessing you in the struggle. He's blessing you in that discipline. And you're seeing little glimpses of what's to come because he knows that you're on the right track. So I've been learning that. Um, you know, it's been it's been hell, hell. But I'm grateful because there's always been a silver lining, meaning that I've always seen clear that this is not, I'm not staying here. You know, there's a way out. You know what I mean? So many crazy things. But that's that. Um, really quick. What time is it? Okay, really quick, I do want to... Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, feel free to call in on the call-in line at 888-775-3773. Call in, chat with me a little bit, answer, uh, ask some questions, and um, yeah, we could talk. So 888-775-3773. Call into the show. You got any comments, questions? Um Blah, blah, blah. We could talk. Uh, but really quick, I want to... I hope that made sense. You know what I mean? Because I just be talking. And sometimes I'll be rambling. So hopefully that made sense. So I wanted to uh, bring in Hassan really quick, um, if he doesn't mind. And just kind of see... Get his opinion on, you know, what was said and, you know, what he thinks about it. And, you know, and, you know, having a little fellowship, 
You know what I mean? What do you think? What do you think, son? <laughs> Amazing, man. That was so deep, brother. I appreciated that. Right on, right on, man. Yeah, I can um I can definitely relate with a lot of it. I can um Yeah, and I can just appreciate, you know, some someone uh expressing those uh those ups and downs yeah. of of a business and being uh yeah, being an entrepreneur. Right on. Right on. Appreciate it. Uh I see it here. Uh, look at, I knew that if I came back to the uh, appreciate us on your your input on that, but I knew if I came back to the show that I had to compete with Jesse the biceps. I knew I had to, so I'm like, let me just wear a cute little shirt, and it make you look bigger, and <laughs> <laughs> make you look, and make you a small shirt. Here's a his secret. You probably know the secret. But a small shirt, even if you're not even big, but you got a little vein showing or you got a little cut, a small shirt pops it out. So, yeah, that's a trick. You're going on a date and you need a little something, a little edge, put on a tight shirt. Now, if you really ain't about that and you put on a tight shirt, she's going to know. So be be uh, be wise. But anyway, <laughs> we're here. Uh, 888-775-3773. Is that right? Three seven seven three, walk in the walk. Um, let me know in the chat if you guys were surprised that it was me um, that came on the show, or did you know? Who knew? And how did you know? I was surprised. You were surprised? Yeah. Really? <laughs> and did you have an idea who it was? I didn't. I was hoping it was gonna be you, but <laughs> I, I did not know. Right on. Okay, so um, I wanted to get into some other topics. Um, first thing I want to do is, uh, now, um, my plan is just to be, not plan, but just to be honest because of the fact that, why not? So what I'm going to do is uh, I want to answer Jesse's biblical question. Um, and I want to tell you that what's, what's been, what's important about what I've learned about honesty too, is that, um, before I answer Jesse's biblical question, is that what's worse, this is like a pre-question, what's worse, being honest and getting judged for being honest or lying and getting judged for lying, even though, you know, they know that you're wrong, blah, blah. Which one's worse? Or a little bit of both. Right? That's my question. Okay, because I have my 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 take on that. But um Jesse's biblical question is are you possessive, right? Is that right? Are you Are you a possessive person? Are you a possessive person? That's so deep because the way I'm operated now. There's some people who have a strength to do this and not be possessive. And there's some people to where that's not a strength, just like it's not a strength to be honest. And there's some people who is their weakness is that they're possessive and they don't know how to change it. Right. That's a weakness. Some people got the strength. Some people got the weakness. That's not my biggest strength, to be honest, because 
the way my mind works is um and is that if I know what it is, I can let it go, right? If I know something, I can let it go, right? Then I feel better. No conflict because I'm like, I know that. Let it go. Move on to the next thing, right? But if I don't know, there's conflict, right? Now it's like, how can I figure it out? How could I know? What do I got to do to know? And then sometimes you want to know so bad that you lie. You, you believe the lie just so you can get what you want, right? So I do catch myself, you know, at times wanting to be possessive and wanting to um, accept things and um, own them, wanting to own them and suck the life out of it. Reason why is because knowing just brings a false sense of peace. So I think it's important you know, that we watch and be aware of the fact, like, what do we want? Because those wants, I'm not saying want in general is a bad thing, but attachment is bad because you you want to own it for your own selfish reasons, right? You want to own that, you know, person. You want to own that thing for your own agenda. It has nothing to do with them. It had nothing to do with them. They bad person, whatever the case is. Nothing to do with them. It's about you want something that came from your imagination. You want some kind of satisfaction. You want to own it. You want to suck the life out of it. So oftentimes in society, we get into relationship. I've been there. We've been into relationships. We get into relationships where, you know, we want, we just want somebody, right? Like we want to get married. We want to have kids. We appreciate those values. We look forward to those values. But sometimes you can get caught up in like, when? When and I know most guys they try to say that that's not me, but low key that's you. Especially if you want to get married, low key somewhere in there is you wanting it to happen faster. Why not? Why not have you know what you want? But the want is tricky because it's making you place an expectation on what the future holds, and there is no future, right? So you can think out of nowhere that this person is meant for me. We're going to get married. We're going to do all this stuff. Why? Why say that? And I said this hardcore, learn the hard way. Why say we're going to get married? Now, if you, you know, there's nothing wrong with be like, you know, I love you. I would marry you. You know, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, being, um, giving confirmation, you know, just like, you know, stuff like that. But to like lean on it, why? It's because, you don't want conflict. You want that to be done. You don't. You want to have that that high, that um, that feel good. You just want that shortly, so that way you feel better about you know. Oh, okay, I am gonna get married. Whew. I know if it was gonna happen for me. I don't know if I was gonna have kids, but it's like, why do we even have that as an expectation? So, you know, what I'm you know learning to be aware of is paying attention to. Those expectations, paying attention to why I want to go, you know, initiate things. And um, what does it mean to be natural? What does it mean to be organic? Uh, that's, that's an overused word. But what does it mean to be um, present? Like, no expectation. You know what I mean? And what does that mean? And, um, and how do you know that is added. Ooh, 
how do you know that it's added, right? That's that's a big thing. How do you know it's Because you can be like, it feels natural because your imagination at times, that's why we have to be aware. Our imagination be like, cheetah one. So then we just use the words like, it's natural, you know, it'll, but sometimes it's not. And if it's not, I have to say this. I have to say this. It's not wrong either, right? This is my opinion, guys. This is my opinion. It's not wrong either. It's not a sin. It's a lesson, right? You realize you were caught up. Me. That was me. Facts. Me. Caught up. Thinking like, what? Lord, you added this? This is what you gave me? And I was sure. You you proved to me that this was it. Like, this is it. But how my mind worked, I'm like, yeah, there it is. So you stop working on it. You stop trying to be what you need to be for a good husband, potential husband for your wife. You stop trying to do those things because you're in your mind. You're just convinced that, oh, we're going to get married anyway. So you don't try, right? You don't actually really put the work that's necessary. And then you like lord over things because you already know and you think that God doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? Like God will take it away what he gave if you're not handling it properly. That's why we're not supposed to have no expectation on anything because God would take it away and be like, you know, you thought you were the guy, me. You thought you were the guy. You thought you were the one. Next step, me. And he had to teach, he had to humble me. I had to be humbled because who am I to think that? Who am I to think that, you know, this is that, whatever the case is. And then you start to question why am I by myself? I gave all, I gave my all to it. And now you have this conflict. The main thing that you were trying to avoid the main thing that was that was uh, causing you pain, the main thing that you believed the lies on to feel better is the very thing, the reason why you lost it because God ain't playing with no um, pretend. God ain't playing with no pretend and he's also there to, to, he's with you, comforting you as you're, you know, tripping. Because I was tripping, boy. Ooh. I was tripping. And, but I learned, man, I learned that, I learned there's no, there's no effort in trying to be the one for, um, and Jesse talks about this too. There's no effort in trying to be, um, the greatest husband because you can't do, you have, you can't do it. You can't do it. There's nothing in you that can make yourself the great husband. You know what I mean? It's God. But God only leads you there if um, he recognized your heart is pure, lowly, innocent, and wanting to do the right thing. And he'll still let you go through that lesson so you can wake up and be like, wow, I was tripping. I'm so innocent. I'm not God. Like 90% of, of what I'm doing is great. Yeah, I'm not human. I mean, yeah, I'm human. I make mistakes. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect. But I'm pretty good. Right, you want to think that. Why? Why do you want to think that? Why does anybody want to think that you're pretty good? Why not have an opinion about it at all? I'm victim to this too. I don't like the word victim, but I'm I'm subject to this at times too. It's because saying it feels good, boy. Saying it feels good. 
because now you can stand on something that ain't got no ground. So sometimes you just got to take the pain, man. You can't, uh, we all want to, not all, but we want to avoid the pain as human beings. We want to avoid, avoid, avoid. Like, can we just live a peaceful life? Like, that's what we ask ourselves. I just want to live a peaceful life. Can I just live peaceful? I don't want pain. I don't want it. It'd be easy. Like, why not? I thought God is easy, but you got to endure because the hell that's in us from being raised a certain way for so many years has, like, taken um, dominance over, like, the spirit. So we're so used to feeling good and getting what we want, especially me, you know, getting what I want growing up. And you're used to that. So when you get thrown into the real world, thinking with your chest out, you get beat up. But you're, you're grateful because you know that God put you there to learn the lesson. So nothing's even a big deal. And trust me, I felt tripping, conflict, overreacting. You know, sometimes and getting caught up in a thought, feeling the pain, not leaving the bed, uh, taking days off as a, uh, and there's nothing wrong with days off, but taking days off when I got a business that ain't successful yet, I'm still grinding, but I'm, I got conflict today. I got conflict. You got to be able to endure, but when you're, when the time is right, you will. So that's what I learned being gone and um it's crazy because you know jesse um called me um going back to the example of how god will give you things sometimes but not how you expect them so you don't recognize them jesse called me and was like hey the spot open on the hate report because of blah 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 do you want to fill in and i'm like first thing what's the first thing i said I don't, I don't got time. It's not my thing. I don't, I, I'm not, you know, I don't got time. How am I going to fit in? No, I can't do it. Nope. He was telling me the details. I'm like, I just, I just can't do it. Hung up and convinced. Not doing it. Not doing it. Then I had a great conversation with my uncle and, he, and my aunt, um, who actually showed me Jesse in the beginning, which is how I, I was introduced to Jesse, was through my uncle and my aunt. And he was like, my aunt was actually like, um, why are you not doing it? How old are you? Right? Why are you not doing it? Why are you not taking that risk? Why are you not just trying things and fumbling? Why not just make the wrong move? You know what I mean? And realize that it's wrong and not come back. What's the rush? Where are you going? You know, what's going to happen next? It is because I want to get married. I want to have kids. I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm in my 30s now. You know, things are just, um, you know, life is moving on and I feel slow. So I got to, but it's like you're on your own, you know, uh, path. You're not supposed to look left or right. And Jesse actually talks about that in the uh, seven guaranteed steps to spiritual and some some. And finance, his book, a small little pamphlet, which is great because you don't compare to anybody else because you go at your pace. God has you at your pace for your reasons. So that was that. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm learning. And um, 
yeah, you can feel free to call in. 888, there's a line open. 888-775-3773. Call in. Let's chat. Um, Amen. Let's see. Joelle, get over the emotional phase. Joelle, get over. Uh, D Subversion says, Joelle, uh, get over your emotional phase. I'm trying, brother. Glad you came back, Joelle. Gonna learn today. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I don't even know how many of y'all are in here, but I appreciate you guys uh, showing some love and uh, responding in the Davis C. Something Something in Finance. Debatable. It's Joelle. I like that. It's in Godspeed. Yeah. No rush. What is the rush? So, Joelle, how many push-ups you can do? I'm not even that, like, what the? But that's cool, the question. How many push-ups you can do? Um, I don't consider myself, like, a strong, like, I'm just strong. I've just been working out for uh, 14, 15, like, 16 years, nonstop. So my body is just, like, we work out. So when you've done it for so long, it becomes easy easy to build it back up but probably like probably like 60 to 70 in one go probably probably like 60 or 70 in one go um but my bench ain't nothing crazy i ain't out here benching like my chest ain't even i just i just enjoy working out and i've been doing it for so long when i don't work out it's like what the one go it's a profession what the <laughs> okay um we have a caller Dang, i keep messing up don't worry about it nick i'm gonna get it we have a caller on somewhere from denny in bulgaria let me see if i know how to do this thing denny in bulgaria okay boom Danny from Bulgaria. This is Joel Friday, not James Hank. You're on. You're live on the show. Welcome to the show. Hello, Joel. I'm calling to uh, say that you're doing a remarkable job. Uh, right I'm, I'm glad that your aunt told you to take this risk. You truly are. It's wonderful to see you over there. And I just wanted appreciate to wish you all the best. I uh, appreciate it, Danny. I appreciate that, man. Have you been watching the well, uh, the show for a long time, or? Uh, well, actually, I started watching uh, Mr. Peterson's show uh, in March 2020 when COVID hit. So the, the first day of COVID was when I found it through a friend of the program called Get a Job. Oh, okay. And uh, from there, I found out about Mr. Hake, uh, because normally it's 4 p.m. here when uh, Jesse's show starts. So uh, I'm basically working from home, so I was enjoying uh, both shows, Yeah, uh, Mr. Peterson and the Hake Report. And uh, it, it was great seeing you over there, and it's great seeing you now. Right on, man. Appreciate it. Quick question for you before I let you hang up. How do you like, because yep. I was working at home for a little while, how do you like waking up right in your office, going to sleep right from your office, eating food right from your office? How do you like working from home, in all honesty? Because people may be different. Uh, Well, we didn't, I mean, I didn't really have much of a home office because I'm, trying to to work at least two jobs 
And uh, the lockdowns weren't really that severe here, so everything was open. We kind of had to wear masks around our noses, and I, I personally wore my mask around my wrist because oh, okay. I didn't like it on my face. Oh, okay. So, right yeah, we, it, it didn't really shut down that hard. It shut down the clubs and the, and the bars, but that was about it, and people gathered together in the apartments, so it wasn't really that, that different. At least it wasn't that different for me. It was as clear as it always was. Oh, okay. Nice man. That for me, uh, really quick, and then uh, I got to take a break here. Is that um, yeah, I'm used to being outside, so being at home from nine to five, and now you know, living in LA, it's a little bit different. Even though I didn't care, I was walking outside and doing what was natural. You know, doing what was natural for me. But for me, yeah. staying at home was like different because you know you wake up and then you walk five feet or whatever to your desk or whatever you have set up. And, you know, it just feels like home a little bit. It's hard to get, you know, motivated or, or you know, inspired. Well, to this is because we are, all of us, like, you know, social animals. We we need to interact yeah. with others. We need to be around other people's outdoors. Yeah. It's bad for, for the organism to be closed. Yeah, that's a good point. I actually agree because I, I got to a point where I'm like, I need to go outside. I need to do something. I need to walk. I need to talk to somebody. Because you low-key, and I've seen this in other people too, you low-key start, the spirit starts dying low-key. If you don't get out. Yeah. yeah if you don't get it, out. It, it was so so natural for you to want to get out, right? It was like you didn't like breathing. You didn't even think about breathing. You just it, do it because exactly, Exactly. Exactly, man. Well, I appreciate it, Danny, for calling and showing the love. Um, I wish you well, right man. On. Have a good one. God, God be with you, and kind regards to your colleagues. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You too. Bye. Okay, so I think I dropped him. So I'm gonna take a quick uh, break, real quick. I think that's what James does, and then I'll be back to take um, some calls and maybe with some new stuff to talk about. If you have any questions, um, send to call in or or write in the chat and blah blah blah. All right, back. Back in a moment. Let 
the let the ego go. Let the ego go. Let the let the ego go. Nice, nice fade out. That was perfect. Uh, I forgot that I, uh, um, Hassan was like, did you make this? I forgot that I had made that beat for a long time ago. I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know how to really work. Um, logic, I use logic. But, you know, I just was throwing it together. But that reminded me of, um, that was a good memory. But anyway, good uh Joe getting his eagle on. What's it? <laughs> what is the music? Um, okay. So I don't know where to tell you to even find the music, to be honest. Uh, I think that there's a library that Jesse does have of songs um, that might be on iTunes, Spotify, the streaming platforms of the songs that we use for the show and all everything that was not copywritten. So you can find that somewhere um, and get that if you want. Um, okay, I want to take. Well, actually, let's do it. Let's do like the uh, Super Chat. Super Chat. Super Chats. Yes, sir. How does it, how does it feel to do that? That's, the other way around. <laughs> I was just thinking about that too. It's weird hearing that is there, and now it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I know because for me it was reversed because I first guest hosted and heard it that way, uh, and now yeah. I'm here to say. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to ask you because. All right, so here we go. Yeah. Um. Let's start here with Animus on Streamlab. Joel, he back and he black. Yeah. Amazing guest host on the Hake Report. Much love. Right on, man. Back, still black. And we'll see if uh, Hake has me back again because he has a bad back. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) This is raps. Bars. bars. (laughs) It's coming back, (laughs) y'all. You know, that was funny when you mentioned lesson earlier and you were like, it's not a sin, it's a lesson. Yeah. And it's less sin. You know what? Really quick before, yeah, really <laughs> quick before I go on and forget my point, because I'll be forgetting, is that I'm learning. This is just my opinion, all right? You, you guys can let me know what you think, whatever. I don't even think that there is such thing as a trauma or a conflict. Now, I know you guys are like, what? Uh, but this is my opinion, you know? And maybe a theory. I don't know. And because if it's all thoughts, then we're only believing that something is there that's really not, right? It's just a lie. So we think we have trauma because we tell ourselves we have trauma. And what is the trauma attached to an emotion? And what is it also attached to? Negativity. Because we're like, I don't want to feel that. So you're actually wrestling with something that is not even real. Somebody, Somebody told me, um, what my uncle actually told me was like, um, there is no, um, we're already perfect, right? We're already perfect, but Satan is the one that brings the lies in, right? And with the lies, he convinces us of things that don't even exist. So, you know, Jesse is right in the sense that there is, you know, perfection is attainable, 
but not in the worldly way that people think. You know what I mean? It's not like you don't make mistakes and stuff like that and you don't learn. But I heard from another guy that there is no sin like that. And I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if that's true. Because if it's a lesson, why is it wrong? And when we tell ourselves that it's wrong is when we try so hard to avoid it so we're not a bad Christian. That's why I have a lot of respect for um, the rap industry or people in the world oftentimes. Now, obviously, they have their things they need to work on, blah, blah, blah. But I have a lot of respect for people who also who don't live by the Bible or live by, like, a code. They discover, right? Just like how we're young, we discover. And the reason why music, ooh, Maybe we'll get into this. But the reason why music, and then I'll get to more Super Chats, but the reason why music is, secular music is so good. And as much as you say, like, I'm done listening, you can't because it's from a genuine place. It may be something when you don't agree with, but it's real. That's how they feel. You know what I mean? It's not a lie. And they're not trying to pretend. Uh, I mean, in certain ways. But they're not trying to, like... Be holy, right? They're just doing how they feel. They're not, they don't go by these list of morals. Now, Christians, why Christian rap, in my opinion, now I use, there's some artists that I use some songs, to be honest, to teach at my studio, because there's some dope artists that, uh, you know, that, you know, make some decent music. But what Christians tend to do is they tend to pretend like there's something or not. I've been, I've done that, right? You try to pretend like it's something you're not for the sake of wanting to be helpful, wanting to save people, which is ego, right? Wanting to save. So we talk, the Christian rappers talk so holy, and that's why we, it's not really that mainstream, right? Because you listen to it one time, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Next day, it's gone. You forgot. What's the title? Who's the artist? You don't know, right? But a reason why, like a Drake or... Kanye or, you know, these people who are artists, even the people that most Christians frown upon, like Cardi B, um, what's another person, Lizzo, these people, is that they actually have a, a strength, is that they don't judge themselves. Maybe, you know, at night, they don't, there's no peace, right, in my opinion. But because if there's peace, you wouldn't even have the desire to want to say, a, B, or C, you would just be in alignment. But they do have something genuine is that forget what you say. I'm going to talk about this. This is my energy. Because when you try to pretend like something you're not, that, that painful. Trying to act like not being yourself, hard. I, I don't want to say victim, but I've done that, doing that sometimes. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes I pop up. It's because you want to just be there already, right? Where's there? But you want to be somewhere. But I still listen to rap music. Now, obviously, I'm not going to I'm gonna be respectful about the environment that I'm around. I'm not going to be, oh, well, they're keeping it real, so they got something good. Let me just play it anywhere. No, I'm not going to you know, do that. I'm going to keep it, keep a lid on it, right? But I still listen because it's good. That's why they're, they do so well is because it's genuine and we feel it because we know deep down as a human being, we feel that way too. Guys know, especially in the time that we live in, that we want those girls. 
even our spirit wants to overcome, but we feel that we're like, yeah, mm-hmm, dang, that's kind of, I wonder if I can like do it sometime. <laughs> I mean, do it. I did this. Now I started to see more that, you know, that, that what that is, but being like, dang, like, I wonder if I can just like do some stuff and still be holy. I wonder if I can like just do this and still get away with it. You know what that is? You still are not ready to sacrifice your ego, right? You don't want, you still want to feel good. You don't want what God wants. We say we do, right? Because our intention is pure. But do we really, if sometimes we still go with the ego? And the only reason why we do, and correct me if I'm wrong, is because we believe um, in a thought that that is nothing wrong with it, that I'm just learning or whatever the case is, and there's nothing wrong with You can't change it. So don't try to change it. Allow yourself to, like, go through it and do it or whatever the case is. But like the people in the secular world, there's no judgment. They be doing it and doing it and doing it. And guess what? From doing it and doing it and doing it, and not fighting against it, you and not judging yourself when you do it, you actually learn why you shouldn't do it. Because you only, the reason why we do anything, ooh, ooh, the reason why we do anything is because, dang, it was so heavy and I just lost it right there. It wasn't meant to be, but maybe it'll come back. But the conflict is the reason why we continue to do it. Dang, man. It was about to be good. God was whatever. But anyway, um, moving on. I hope that makes sense. I'll pick back up on that when I remember uh, what I was about to say. But you just watch the ego and understand that the mind is the reason why we think that it's sin or like it's bad or a conflict and it doesn't even exist. It's not real. In my opinion, it's more so of us wanting to believe that we can still have... um, certain things and still be godly. God is still there, but you know, there's, there's consequences to that. And just like certain people who it shows, it shows like, um, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Um, so that's my long answer to that. Thanks. Uh, who's that? That was, that was animus animus. And sorry y'all. Cause I have a good point. And then I lost it. You probably probably like, but I lost it. My bad. Uh, thank you, Animus, uh, for the Super Chat to James' show. Nice. And we also have Bibby Thursday 42. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> on Streamlabs saying, thank you for saving us after Hake's back expired. Joel, you're a stand-up guy. Keep on moonwalking it out. Right on, man. Appreciate that. Thursday? There is a Thursday that already exists. But we don't, you don't, nobody knows that. So you th- you baby Thursday. <laughs> and uh, baby Thursday also says here, will we be seeing more Joel? I'm ready to hoop and holler. Faux shizzle. Hey, <laughs> if James will have me back, I'm down. I'm open to it. I definitely, this is fun. It's good to be back. And, you know, it's weird sitting here. Not going to lie. I was nervous. Not going to lie. And sitting here, I was like, this is weird. You know, and then I had to keep looking at the camera. And you think when you sit on that side, it's so easy. Like, just talk. 
it's not it's not that easy. But it's fun though, and I'm grateful that I'm here, and I'm glad to continue to uh, do the show and keep going. So, Amen. Appreciate it, Baby Thursday. Maybe. Amazing, and the great Starcyon says, um, "Welcome." When we have been sheltered and then be out in the real world, there's a lot of challenges out there in the world. Keep being strong, Joel. You have Jesse as a mentor, so you'll be fine. Right on, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate it, y'all. Really do. All right. We have one from Odyssey. Odyssey. Taking care of business. Joel, you forgot to say, hey, guys. At the start of the show. Oh. Can we get a, hey, guys? Okay, how to change it? Hey, guys. See, the only thing, the reason why I couldn't do it is because I was already nervous, y'all. And you guys trying to have me sing. I can't hit the note in it. But hey, guys. <laughs> I, I, I'm better now. <laughs> nice. Appreciate it, uh, person. I forgot your name. And, um, oh, that was uh, Taking Care of Business on Odyssey. Right on. And we have a D-Live with a diamond from Juck. Ooh. Fusey. Ooh. Saying, Joel. E-Black. (laughs) E-Black. Love it, y'all. Right on, man. He said he black, does it? Love it, y'all. Yeah. Oh, I love it, y'all. Hey, (laughs) appreciate it, Uzi. That's not his name. What's his name? Um, he woozy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Amazing. Appreciate it. Amazing. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all for now. Right on. Woo. There it is. Wow, that was cool. Send Super Chat, y'all. That was fun. That was kind of cool. Or send your uh, comments in the chat. I can't always... Read those um, if you want to talk because I'm supposed to look at the camera and I can't do both. I, I can't. Beta. So, all right, I'm going to take some calls, right? Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Hopefully, maybe me and Anna from Missouri will have a little conversation, maybe, you know, if the Lord is willing. Uh, Anna from Missouri is on the line. I'm going to try to put her on. See if I press the right button. Anna from Missouri. This is Joel Friday, not the Hague Report. Welcome to the show. Good to see you, Joel. Thank you, Anna. Um, good to see that you take over and um, and we, um, we're a host. So right on. great. And uh, great to hear your story. So interesting, really. Right on. I appreciate that, Anna. I wanted to um, um, uh, go into that also a little bit because I, too, have uh, experienced the work world and the career world, if you want to say it like that. And it is so interesting that you went into the um, insurance business. uh, And so... Um, I don't know if you know, but I I was raised and born in a socialist society, so yeah. I was raised uh, yeah. as a boy, basically, mm. pretty much 
what people do here in uh, starting to do here in America now with little girls. They raise them uh, yeah. with a feminist mindset. Yeah, uh, you can do be on your own. You can do yeah. on your own. You have to be. Uh, men are not important. Yeah. You have to make sure that you have a career, and yeah. uh, uh, marrying is not important. Uh, having ch kids, this is all on the back row. The yeah. first thing you need to do is that you are independent, basically being raised like a boy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so what happened, my father uh, basically enabled me to become a furniture maker. Mm. I learned uh, the trait of being a furniture maker. I was really good in it. I loved it. I'm, I'm a really handy person. I love right. doing things with my hands. Nice. And so I had awards when I, my decree was ended with awards and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I won't be able to uh, work in that job forever because I, um, I am a woman. My strength, my physical strength is not the same as a man. Mm -hmm. And you know that. It doesn't matter how indoctrinated you are. So... Yeah. It went from there. Uh, eventually, long story shorter, uh, I went, winded up in the United States. I started, I, well, not just to say something else about that, I learned working very early on. I'm the middle child. I worked as the first person, as under us kids. I, I was the one working first. I okay. made first my own money. Yeah. And before my older brother, and um, when I landed here in the United States, so I knew how to work, right? Yeah. I got a job, one job after another, a little bit like Jesse, mm. didn't matter what, mm. just making your money, yeah. paying your bills. And, well, but the thing is, like you said, so truthfully, the foundation to success is faith. Mm. Any anything else does not work. Because well anyway, so I didn't have that of course I I didn't know it. I thought God is a made up story fairy tale and is ridiculous and <laughs> you know I didn't have that. So everything went wrong. Yeah. Even though I got the jobs, I was good in it. I liked it. I didn't have any complaints about it. Right. Uh, things happened in my life besides the job that made me eventually uh, not having a job at all. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Not on my, not on my doing. Yeah. But on circumstances, mm. and so by then I was already with my husband, but I still had that mindset about yeah. having to do, you know, having yeah. to have my own job, even with my husband. Yeah. And, yeah. and so my last will, I, I basically, before I heard Jesse, before I forgave, before I received peace, I, my, uh, I did want to, put my will through, right? I'm, I'm born in May. I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. A Taurus. You know, I have those two horns. A terrorist? Being very, very stubborn. <laughs> yeah. 
in my fallen state for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought I was tired of not having money. I thought I I'm done with that. I'm I I need to do something. Yeah. How do you make money in America <laughs> really fast? Who's making money here? And I look around and I see real estate agents and I mm. so my last bill I followed mm. was talking my husband into becoming a real estate agent. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. And he did not want to, you know, he yeah. said it is not He's not, it's not you, in his nature. How did you react to him not wanting to? When he said, I'm not, I don't want to do it, it's not my thing. What was you? what was your reaction? Well, I was still in the fallen state then, and of course, yeah. uh, uh, I talked him into it, right? Okay. So I said, you know, I told him, you know, I can do it all on my own. Just mm. get me through, help me through the tests mm. so, so that I can get my license. Mm. And... Of course, that doesn't work that way, right? Mm. We both did our test. We both passed. The computer of the testing of the center there broke. It was really yeah. weird. All, but yeah. we all both yeah. we both made our license, and we both went into the real estate business. Yeah. And as you say, with the insurance business, it's the same. Yeah. You have to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, if my husband's will would have been in there, we might have had a chance, but, or, you know, and COVID wouldn't have hit and all these kind of things. Yeah. Circumstances again cut it off. Yeah. But at that time, by then, I heard Jesse and I returned back to God, uh, right? I, yeah. And so faith kicked into my life. Yes. And I understood that that is not how it works. Yeah. That I cannot go with my will. Yeah. Yeah. And Quick so question. Now, <laughs> Not to cut you off and you get to that. Yeah. But I had to um ask you really quick to go back. What what was the reason what about you liked in all honesty, even if it's uncomfortable, embarrassing, what about it that you liked that made you want to work? Like what made you want to work? What was the, the I never force? wanted to I never wanted to work. I always thought the my my secret wish would be not to work inside from from the beginning on. I always thought the paradise would be not to work. Okay. Just to have just to have a husband, have lots of children <laughs> and yeah. taking care of the home. And what that stopped you been, Sorry, what stopped you from just going with that, because instinctually you knew that. What stopped right. you from just going with that? What about that? Why do why do you not just be like, you know what, I'm done? My uh, my upbringing, the feminist, uh. socialist, communist uh, mindset that was indoctrinated in me, and my mom would cut my hair to, to the length of a boy. You know, yeah. it was it was in to be successful. As a woman, it was in to have no children, to be not married, yeah. to be not dependent on a man. And yeah. it was embarrassing if there you would you have said, you, you know, go. if you would have said, I want children, I want a family, yeah. I want to stay home. That yeah. was an embarrassment. Yeah, fear. Fear is the reason why we tend to do things because we don't know what the repercussions are going to be. So 
we've been taught all these things. And even though we may know that it's, you know, it's the wrong thing, the pressure, which doesn't even exist, which is not even real, tells us we have to do something, right? And and then we feel like if we don't, lazy, um, I'm an embarrassment or whatever the case is, when naturally inside God will tend to lead. Now, there's nothing wrong with working, but we have to at some point um, understand that there's control. There's control there because you don't trust anybody else because of what you've been taught. So you're like, I'll get it done. You won't. You know what I mean? Like, husband, right. you won't get it done because I know I will. I'm not sure you will. You know what I mean? And right. the, the lack of understanding, I believe, of knowing that all things no. are, yeah, are possible. Knowing your place. Knowing you your place. You have to know your place and, in, in life. And when you lose your place in life, your God-given natural place in life, and yeah. that is that knowledge is taken away from you, you are lost. Yeah. You are yeah. lost and you're going to fall from one thing to another and it's going worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And the only yeah. and that is what I really want to tell. You know, yeah. I wish I, you know, I could tell women that today. Yeah. The women in America who are who are raised now like I was, it's not working. I have yeah. no kids. Yeah. You know, I have no kids. I've always yeah. wanted to have kids. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. I'm not resenting it, but... I'm just yeah. saying, if you you are not finding your place yeah. in this world, if you go against God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, and you're you're 100 right. And I think that what, in my opinion, what I believe is that um, women sometimes don't look at or don't know how to look at the spirit of a man. Because if you know that. God is with your husband, it don't matter if he's lazy. You stay with yeah. him because you understand that that's his weakness. He Men weren't taught, to be honest. I I was not taught. That's why, you know, I've been going through hell mm-hmm. now is because there's no lessons oftentimes for men who don't have the father around and blah, blah, blah. Of Even mm-hmm. my mom working so hard, you know, as hard as she worked, that she didn't even, there was no lesson to... um um, show me how to do it, but I understood now that she was just trying to to save me from the pain she had to deal with. So I don't hold it against her. But I think that the guys, the girls have to stop and think, instead of judging the physical, who is this man though? Like, does he want what's right? Is his heart pure? You know, is he, you know, is he have potential or whatever the case is? Now, if you see on the way that he's not um, doing what he needs to do, then you don't have to stay with them. You know, you don't have to, I'm not saying divorce if you're married, but if you're not married, you don't have to stay with him. Or if you are married, maybe take a break or whatever. I don't know. But you don't have to condone it. But at the same time, it's not about what he's not doing. Because the real issue, the real issue, let me just say it. really, let me just say really quick and yeah. I'll let you go. The real issue is that you are judging him. That's the real issue. Exactly. Because we always look at, like, well, she, she's not doing what, she, or he's not doing what um, they're supposed to do, so fix it. But why are you judging that he's not doing what he's supposed to do? Fix yourself, right? right. Seek yourself, and you'll learn to be of love, and then they'll watch you and be like, wow, like, you know, 
I appreciate this purpose because they accept me for who I am. They see me for who I really am, not because I didn't work today. I took a day off when I shouldn't have. Like, those are things that are going to fade away. But if his spirit is right with God, you're going to have a man that's going to last forever. But women tend to think that the perfect man, and men do too, the perfect man is going to walk in and be like, um, I'm him, right? But that's a pedestal. And then when he falls from it, you're going to judge him. So, yeah, it's no judgment. It's no judgment. But anyway, also, another, yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, also what women think is that they can fix it. But who are they to think that they can fix exactly, anything? Exactly. See, that is the thing. And and I thought that all the time, I can fix it. I can fix it. Yeah. I can fix it, you know. That and was so, uh, Yeah, that is a setup. That's yeah. a lie. It's a pure lie. And yeah. so... Uh, then what you the example you said that men are not being taught the men's way yeah. to today that is setting them up to act uh, to, to act like women and and women uh, to act like men as yeah. well and so right now for me the situation is so I hold myself so back because I know my place is behind my ma- my husband mm-hmm. right I have to let him go first no matter no matter what. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, you know. I have to wait and have patience, and that is such a blessing mm. to learn these things. Yeah. You know, I never had patience. Mm. It's such a blessing to learn, like you said earlier, um, everything that comes yeah. in between. It's a blessing, you know, that whatever you learn in there, God blesses you with that. Yes. Yeah, you said God. Great. You said God blesses you back. Yeah, the the it's it's the attention, um, the intention, and um, sometimes we have pure intentions, but sometimes um, we're also overcoming. So even though we have pure intention, we're thinking like, how could you leave me? Right? How could you leave me? How could you try to control me? I'm doing everything I can possible to love you and do you right by you, but sometimes you don't know how to love. Sometimes you don't know. You think loving is correcting. Sometimes, right? You think loving is correcting, but sometimes it's better not to correct. You know what I mean? Love is right. sometimes right. staying not quiet. You know what I mean? And yes. letting it be. But uh, and I do have a bunch of callers. I appreciate the call. Uh, thank you for calling in. Thank you for taking Great conversation. Mine. Have a good rest of the show, Joel. You as well. Thanks, Anna. Thanks. Right on. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's cool when you like um, see. Um, it's cool when people get it because um, it doesn't mean that she's perfect now. It doesn't mean that she's gonna go home and be the best wife, right? But it's the husband's job as well to learn how to see her intention as well, because she's still gonna try. She might still control and try to do these things because she's still overcoming. She has however many years of doing this to her to to being taught this way, so she might still fall back into it. But we have to learn to um, see God, see God and understand it's not what people do. It's where their heart is, but also understanding that um, it doesn't mean you hang out with them. Sometimes they need, you know, to you need to leave. Maybe you need to leave. I don't know. Right. But you know that their heart means well. And when you understand that, you actually have less um criticism to give them because you know it's coming from a place that has nothing to do with you 
So that's that. Um, let me take another call because we got some calls. Right on. I appreciate you guys calling in and, and talking. So let me go to, let me see how to do this. Chris out of Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> he back. <laughs> Illinois. Chris out of Illinois. You are on with Joel Friday, not James Hake. Welcome to the show. Oh, shoot. He black. <laughs> Chris, you're on the show. Hello. Welcome to the show. I'm on, right? Yes, Chris. <laughs> okay. Hey, I was listening to what you were saying earlier, and it, and it resonated with me just about the idea of success and working. And just like my personal situation, like I've been playing music my whole life. Yeah. I had some success early on with other bands and stuff, but then it kind of dried up. And I've just been kind of sitting around for a decade, just kind of doing nothing, waiting on somebody to come and save the day, you know? Yeah. Somebody's going to call Ooh. me, and I'll play with them or something Ooh. like that. Yep. And it never mean. happened. And I realized yeah. that success is just doing it myself. Yeah. So since realizing yeah. that there is no one else, that it is about me creating what I believe I need to do, now, you know, I've 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 got a song coming out each month, and I'm now on song three just because I started, you know, with one. Yeah. You know, I just did yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I, I want to encourage anybody listening, like, if you have a dream or just something you want to do, just start small and just do it, you know? Yeah. And before you know it, you got a body of work. Or, you know, like Anna, you're just talking to her. She wants to make furniture. Start yeah. with a chair, you yeah. know? yeah. And Sell it, it on Etsy. I don't know, but it's just yeah. that concept of uh, that is success is doing it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a good point. And, and just to add off of that, and not to go too off on it, but um, there's also men now waking up see that a woman um, shouldn't be like excited to. Um, I don't like shouldn't either, but women who are excited to do things, maybe that's from ego, right? But we're not to mm-hmm. also be like, nah, she's not she's not it, right? You'll know if she is or not. Yeah. But also you gotta keep in mind my ex was what I was not. We were opposite. I had something to teach her, she had something to teach me. I had something to learn from her. But my pride and my ego was like, you should know this. So I would try to uh make myself know and look look crazy because it's not a strength of mine, it's a weakness. And even though, you know, they, you know, the having that tool is not natural, right? But why not, why not look at it as if she has the right heart, right? And I don't know this trade. She knows this trade. She might be able to teach me something that I need to know, right? Because love, in my opinion, is more so about just not being like not not having this expectation of you as a man have to be the one be strong be all this stuff that's gonna happen when you accept that you're not right when you accept that you're not but it's okay if she has something to teach you now if she's judging you holding it over you like you don't know this why not then you have the right to be like, well, you know, that's a negative energy. I don't want around me. Like I have a weakness. I'm not into that. You know, I don't know how to do this. You do. So, you know, don't judge me for it. And then you can leave. Right. And then nine times out of 10, they'll be like, wow, you know, I am judging them because I'm weak in this area. He's strong in this area. So yeah, it's like learning not to, you know, 
judge, you know, what's going on. And, you know, yeah. that might help a lot of the problems. Well, it's just having grace with one another, you know, yeah. that's the thing. Um, being friends is the key. You know, I've yeah. been married for a decade plus, and, you know, she's my friend. And I, I even said before we got married, you know, uh, you know, I, I've had girlfriends that I got tired of. I was like, but I've never been tired of my friend. Yeah. You know, oh, and because of that, point. you know, I was like, yeah. I'm going to make sure you're my friend. So with success, she does it with me, you know. She's got my back. She'll still judge me, but I'll judge yeah. her too, you know. But yeah. that's where grace comes in. Exactly. Because you, know? you know, that's such a great point, Chris, because you know who she is. You've gotten a glimpse into, that's why you have that friendship. What I believe is because you got a glimpse of this person means well with me. And she's genuinely trying to work on this, and I am too. So when the mistakes come, it's not even like you're trying to tell yourself, don't look at those. Don't look at those. You just know that, well, yeah, she did that. But, you know, she her intentions were in the right place. And that's because friendship. You're 100% right on that. And oftentimes you skip friendship because you want your ego satisfied. Sex, um, uh, lust, holding, cuddling, holding hands. Like you want, you have an agenda. So you're actually not a friend. You just want to get... I shouldn't say that, but you just want no. Something yeah, you, from, you just want to get together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just want something from them. But a friend has no expectation. A friend just appreciates um, you being around. You just want to see because they're cool and they understand you, and you guys click and you connect, and you just want to see them, even if you sitting there doing a bunch of nothing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right on, Chris. I appreciate you calling in. That sparked. Uh, that sparked a lot, bro. I appreciate that. All right. Cool, man. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Call back in again. Hopefully, Hake um, will have me back or, you know, somebody else will be in the seat. But appreciate you calling. Have a good one, man. Yeah, you both, man. Have All a good right. day. Bye. Bye. All right. Drop. Okay. What should I do? What should I do? Let's go to... Art. This looks familiar. Art out of Ohio. I forgot, but I know that Art is not a new person. Art, hold on. What the? Art, welcome to the show. You're on the air with me. Hey, uh, how you doing, Joel? You said you You said you know that Art is what now? I know that you look familiar or you, you sound familiar. This name and this place you're from. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember what you be talking about. So tell me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm about to say, uh, yeah, I'm about to say, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, following you on Instagram and whatnot, man. I'll be checking out. you be doing some pretty little smooth stuff, man. I, uh, I, I support you, man. Uh, I appreciate not, man. that. Keep, appreciate your, uh, that. keep everything, you know, everything that you're doing. Right keep on. The, uh, keep your eyes on the prize, man. For real. Right on, man. That's I appreciate good that. That's that you're doing that, man. Thank you. You know, uh, independent, you got an independent, uh, a mind frame, you know what I mean? I mean, I appreciate that art, and, really. For and, whether, and whether whatever field that you're in, man or female, you got to have that, gotta, especially in America, everything is so, uh, corporate corporations like Amazon, uh, like, uh, what is, what is something that owns a whole bunch of stuff? Bill Gates. I mean, uh, well, not Bill Gates, but you see what I'm saying? He, yeah, don't own, yeah. he owns a lot of stuff, yeah. but they, I'm saying his name. I'm talking about actual person that owns, like, a corporation they, and stuff. They control a uh, lot, is what you're saying. A monopoly. 
Okay, okay. Big Tech Monopoly, something like that. Right, right. Uh, yeah, definitely, because they don't took us out of the uh, you create the creator mindset. Yeah, yeah. We're which really made America great because we so yeah. dependent on it. Yeah, we so dependent on him to. Yeah. Uh, he's so dependent on mama to, to rub you on the back and to, you know, uh, come here, sweetie, come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but when you go into yeah. the real world as a man, it ain't all sweet, fun, and games. Exactly. That's for sure. That's 100%. So, so uh, I agree with you, uh, what you said to uh, the last caller. You were saying that I, I agree with you too. If a girl knows, Something about biology. She's a biology uh, major or science, science, and she factually giving me the right stuff to work with. And I don't know nothing about that. I'm gonna let her lead and do her thing. Or it's not gonna be in the back of the classroom like you a female. Yeah, I ain't supposed to be listening to you. I'm not gonna listen to you. Nah, yeah. I'm gonna sit myself down and shut my mouth, one mouth, two ears, and listen real, real good. And and but I'm not. A, I'll say that again. Really quick, really quick. And um, it's not so much of um, them um, having the energy, but I know what you mean. Your intention, you, I know what, you, what your intention is, but it's not so much about, like, um, in my opinion, of them being like they can lead, they can let her lead, because mm-hmm. if she has that energy from it, then that's her judging in the first place. Oh, I got to lead him. Instead of just being like, you know, coming from the, the place of, you know, I know this, and that's it. But I'm also ain't nobody. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't nobody. I just blacked. I just went off on them yesterday, but I know this today. So just being being real, and there's no leading. There's no, like, her leading by saying this. Because then now you start to feel like, oh, you know, you know more in this area. Just say what you know. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's God anyway. It's fellowship anyway within. We all have the same, you know, spirit I know people are going to call me about that, too, about, well, there's women, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, that's the point, if that's the if that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, well, uh, when I'm saying to leading, I'm saying uh, maybe in a relationship. Now, if I'm in a relationship with a, a female, married or just a girlfriend, boyfriend, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm in control. You see what I'm saying? But just like I'm saying what I was just using with the biology major, and she she's knows stuff about that, and I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I'm not gonna be acting like a know it all. If whatever exactly. she knows that I don't know, I'm a list. Exactly, I'm gonna take in it. I'm gonna learn. I want to learn. What's wrong? But with I'm it? not never expect. Huh? Exactly. No, I'm agreeing. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with hearing her out? You know what I mean? It don't make yeah, you nah, less. It's no, oh no, no, no. It's nothing wrong. It's no. It's nothing wrong with. It's nothing wrong with hearing yeah. her out. You know what I mean? I'm agreeing. But as far agreeing. as me, as far as me letting the female lead me in any other demographic where well, we see where that's going at 2022. Right, 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 right. Being subject, I, being subject, not thinking for yourself. Yeah. 100%. So, uh, what, what, well, I forgot to say this when I first, I meant this because I was going to, uh, I meant to do this, but uh, can I say the pleasure of leaving my man? The, the, the pleasure? Um, not on air because it's a little bit long and I got a bunch of callers, but mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate the pride. For sure. Our, Already. Right. Well, shoot. Uh, what's up with Nancy? Uh, what's up with Nancy Pelosi and her husband? I don't even know. I didn't even know what was going on. I mean, I know what we've seen uh, in the past of things that she's done. I haven't really been in mm. too into her thing with the with her husband, 
But I know mm-hmm. basic understanding is that nobody should be attacked unless they're defending themselves, right? And to be beat with a hammer, you know, you know, we don't know the story, we don't know both sides. Well, and, well, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody has nobody has the right to be attacked, but who's the attacker and who's the attackee? Because last time I last time I checked, Nancy Pelosi created a mess, and now she has to deal with it. And I don't promote yeah. no violence, but don't yeah. be sitting agitating the, yeah. agitating the situation yeah. and putting people in a, a certain situation yeah. and saying forget their life and then thinking ain't gonna be no consequences yeah. for you. I don't feel sorry for him factual. or none of that. Factual. That's factual because I agree. Because sometimes you need to be humbled in that way. Like, oh, you were saying this. God doesn't play with that stuff. Oh, you were saying this, and you think that you're this. Then I'll show you that you know you're not bulletproof. You know, what I mean, especially if you're yeah. arrogant. Arrogant is not bulletproof. That's actually when you're most weak, right? So yeah, yeah if that's the case, yeah. you know, and I, I don't know what the case is, but if that's the case for all people, if you know there's arrogance there, then sometimes you need what you what you get to to wake you up. He didn't die, you know. Thank God yeah. he didn't die, or maybe not. I don't know. But, yeah, you know, I know. I'm just that's saying, the I point. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. I'm with you. I'm listening to everything. I agree with you with everything you said. When I, I ain't got when I ain't got no uh, argument with that, I'm with you. And then with Kanye West, I'm gonna say this, and I'm off here. With Kanye West, uh, if you got a problem with what Kanye West is saying, he got this is America. Last time I checked, America saved them people from out, them, the, the issues from over there overseas. So don't come over here trying to tell Kanye West what he can and what he can't say. If you got a problem with what he said, quit acting like a female trying to cancel everything right. and come out there and either put your hands up or handle it, uh, uh, handle it another way. All this behind us, we going to cancel you this. Yeah. That ain't no manly stuff. You yeah. trying to turn this to over there where Hitler, Hitler was, man. <laughs> and it's, this ain't, nah, this hey. ain't it, buddy. You can take that back overseas. God right. bless you. Tell my man, Hank, I said, what's up? Hey, and somebody yeah. got a problem, let me know. Right on. Hands off Trump. <laughs> right on, Art. I appreciate Hands you calling. You calling in. I appreciate your input as well. I agree with you. So, uh, right on, yep. man. Call back in. Yes, sir. Right on. Bye. So, uh, really quick, for to I remember Art. I remember Art having sense too. I remember him vaguely, but I remember him always call in, and you know maybe sometimes disagreeing with Jesse, but making sense. You know what I mean? So I like Art. From what I remember. So right on our and I, and I like what he had to say. So I got to go fast um, because time is running out. Dang. Uh, let me go to who's Tony? Who's Tony? Tony out of California. You are on the air with Joel. Fr- oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to drop you. You're probably going to think, oh, he got an agenda. I, this is my first time. I didn't mean to drop you. Call back in. I'll go straight to you, but I'm still trying to work this stuff. So sorry, Tony. Maybe it was meant to be. <laughs> um, let me go to... But I want you to get your stuff off, Tony, so call me back. Alex from Oklahoma. Is that me? It's coming up? Oh. <laughs> Let's go, audio engineer. He's on it. Let's go to uh, Alex from Oklahoma. He has something interesting to say. Alex, I'm going to try not to drop you. Welcome to the show. This is Joel Friday. Hello, sir. How are you doing? How you doing, man? I'm good. Right on. Uh, I have a question for you, man. Yes, sir. Uh, why do you hate black people and uh, Mexican people? Oh, 
What makes you think that? No, do you support Black Lives Matter? Do I what? Do you support Black Lives Matter? I respect, that's a good question. I respect everybody's belief, whether wrong or right. So if they want to believe but in that. Support it, though. I support everybody's opinion. I don't say, I ain't saying I'm walking and holding hands with them and, and saying all that. But um, I support what they believe, wrong or right. So I ain't against it. But do you support the movement? You know, do you think Black Lives Matter? I already answered it, man. I don't think, I, yeah, of course. Black lives do matter. All lives matter, right? And I know that's redundant. Everybody was saying all lives matter. But I don't, what's wrong with it? Now, are there things that I don't agree with in the black community, obviously? Are there things that I don't agree with in blah, blah, blah? Of course. But I was, I'll talk, I'll have a conversation um, if the Lord is willing and he allowed me to be centered in a moment with somebody who is of Black Lives Matter, why not? Because if I don't know that they're of Black Lives Matter and they have a conversation with me, what grounds do I have to judge them, right? So if they told me, um, then why not? Why not have a conversation with them? I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem with it. I'll give my opinion, they give their opinion, and blah, blah, blah. How about that? That's good, yeah, that's good. Right on. How about the, do you believe racism exists? Um, you know, I've, I've always heard Jesse say that, and I don't want to pretend like um, I know it's factual or not. It does make sense to me. I just look at it as um, that that's an opinion. Because how do you know that, let's just say, so it is factual. I'll say this. It is factual that let's just say they have an intention to do harm to you because of your skin because they know that's going to trigger you. Or they think they have a negative opinion about black people. It's ignorant. It's ignorance. So you got to understand that yourself and understand that that's ignorance. And then you don't even worry about the word racism because... Like what? What is it? What does it really mean? It's just them having a false opinion about you. And even if it's factual, because sometimes they say like, oh, black people are um, fast. Right. And that's a bad example. But people people still call that racist. Oh, because I'm black is fast. In all honesty, I'm fast. Most black people are fast. Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you, Lord. But it's not like. Maybe they shouldn't have said it because it wasn't respectful in the moment. But I don't like to judge people as racist because then you put that over them and then you judge them forever. And oftentimes women do that too, men too. But that's but, my take on it. But white people are racist, you know, and black people cannot be racist. Oh, man. How you know? Because like I see the white cops killing black people. So what does that mean? That means they're racist, you know. They want to kill all of us, you know. They don't want to. They don't want us to leave. They want us dead. And and if so, can't they just be um, doing being negative? Can't they well, just be? In they a, are negative, right? Exactly. So if they are, and that makes them racist, you know. They don't kill their own like that. They that, only kill black people and Mexican people. That's fine. Not my problem. I just gotta stand up for me. How about for your people? Nah, for your what? own people? The, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, bear, I, grew, I, I don't even know a lot of black people, to be honest. 
So how am but I going to protect somebody black, I know? My mom is half white. So how am I not going to protect my mom because I got to protect my people? But you still have black skin, though. Eh? So that means all black people are your people. Why is that? Because you're black. But why? Give me, like, a good explanation. And if you're right and it, and it hits, then I'll agree. But I, I need you to give me a good example. Yes, because black people, they have something in common. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, they, they all suffer from racism, <laughs> from police brutality. No, ooh, I'm glad you said that. They don't suffer from racism. They suffer because they were taught, they were not taught, including myself, how to be impenetrable, not moved by... Could you do you know that they're being if if you're mad you're con, you're being controlled by them, so why give them that power? Let's just say that they're racist. Let's give you that. Let's just say they're racist. Am I gonna win if I'm like stop being racist, or am I gonna be like um, you know Kanye or somebody else who tends to still be successful even though A, B, and C, or you know trying to overcome that? Which one am well, I gonna Kanye do? Kanye is no. Kanye is no good. He's no good. He's uh, he's like a black supremacist, you know? Oh, man. Uh, remember he said that slavery was a choice? But what's wrong with it? Does that make him... That make him and, maybe, and maybe he's wrong for it. Maybe that's a negative comment. But I that still agree with a lot of things he says. Let's say it is. He's... Uh, what do you say? He, slavery is a, a choice. Right. It wasn't well, a choice. People, I'll say this really quick because I got to move on. People are, um, tend to be victim to, not victim, wrong word, but people do tend to be sensitive to things because they lack understanding and insight. So, yeah, they can be subject to negative words, but am I going to blame, am I going to be mad at that or am I going to figure out, God, help me to not care about that and do something about it? That's the only way we're going to get over it. But I got to go, Alex. Appreciate the call. That was a good conversation. Um, and appreciate it. Call again, and yeah. Let me ask one more. Bye. I, I gotta have, go. I have one more question. I appreciate it. Bye. Appreciate it. Bye. Uh, dang. All right. Um, okay, Tony. Tony, real quick. Get it off. Uh, let me not hang up on him. Tony from California. Get it off, um, your chest on Tuesday. Welcome back, Joel. What? I see you made it back to the, um, to the, Definitely Peterson show. But the thing I got to ask you is this. Right. But why is someone in the violence? Why the white folks can't have the way they seek to violence? Why is that? That's throughout their whole history on this land. They just seek to straight violence. Why is that, man? Good question. Why does I mean, you black, have uh, white so You should know. You should know. You should know the answer to this. You have white so You should know something about this. Yeah. Do you think that blacks do the same thing? Excuse me. Excuse me? Do you think that blacks do the same the same thing? No, 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 no. Oh. We march. We march and we protest. Ooh. We don't seek the violence. They, they come to agitate us. They, they throw bricks through the windows and break break windows and they, then they blame it on the black. I but don't... No, we don't... No, 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 no. Well, I don't... Yeah, when we had enough, it's time to burn it down. Yeah, when, 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 when y'all uh, not going to listen, yeah. Yeah, it's time Ooh. to burn it down. Good point, good point. So here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Yes, they may have a reason why, quote unquote, they believe that they should react in that way. Let's just say that, you know, they are frustrated. Your frustration. But listen, let's just say they're frustrated because white people are evil. Let's just say, let me talk. So let's say that they're frustrated because white people are evil. 
then, but then the point is for them to figure out how not to be frustrated. How about that? Well, because well, because the thing is, if you believe a lie, if you believe a lie just to get profits and donations, hey, you you reap what you sow. But does, you know? is he right? Is he is he a positive person for letting his feelings get hurt for being frustrated? Are any of us when when anybody ticks you off? Do you are you right for? being frustrated or angry back at them yes or no 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 exactly no the truth the truth stands on its own but when you promote a lie and got everybody believing the lie anything can happen whose fault and that's true and obviously okay okay listen and obviously the people who are quote-unquote promoting it maybe they are promoting the lie they got to check themselves. But look at you. Look at you. You need to stop getting sensitive. How about that? And when you stop getting sensitive, guess what? They ain't going to come at you because they ain't got, it ain't working. So worry about, the thing is, the, worry about your stuff. Worry about your stuff. Worry about you. The thing is, we all got to live in this country, and we got to get along somehow. Right. And, when we, and we will get along. That's the great. We will get along when we take the time, including myself, to understand why people do what they do. I got to go, uh, Tony. Bye. Um, let me go to, uh, Rick real quick. Rick, there's like, dang, this is feel weird. I feel like James and, and Jesse do the same exact thing. Rick, there is 30 seconds left. If that, get it off. Nice to hear from you again, Rick. Joel, welcome back, man. Appreciate it, man. Hey, got a question, man. What do you think about, um, false prophet, uh, me, false prophet, um, Raphael, uh, Warnock in Georgia. I never heard of him. Well, anyway, he's running. They got a center with Herschel Walker. Oh, I don't, I don't know. So, I was going to ask people what they thought about um, the other guy running for mayor, uh, Rick. Uh, what's it called? Because I'd be seeing his signs and stuff everywhere. To be honest, I'm not like um, I'm not that educated on the backgrounds of uh, this specific person. Um, okay, okay. And maybe I should be, but I, I'm just not at the moment. But um, I, I actually want to get your opinion on what you think about it. But I just can't today because the show is over. So. Next time, call back in, and then we'll get into that. So maybe you can educate me. That'll work, there, Joe. It's good to see you back, man. You know, you you, you stay in the um, and um, and congratulations on your um dance um school, man. I'm glad that's a success for well, you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Rick. Have a good. Thanks no for problem. calling Love in. You, man. Be blessed. Thank okay, you, man. Okay, yeah. All right. Bye. Dang, Lord, I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. I didn't know how I was gonna get through that. Two hours. James, is, that's, that's exercise. You ain't even moving, and that's exercise. Thank you guys for calling in, man. I'm so grateful for the fact that, you know, I was able to sit in, for able, being able to see that this is an opportunity to just, you know, do what I already do at home with, you know, my friends around me. So I appreciate uh, Jesse and James for uh, seeing something in me to guest host. So I appreciate that. Thank you guys for calling in. Showing some love. Thank you guys in the chat. Couldn't get to you. I couldn't see. Thanks for the super chats. Maybe James will share. I don't know how much you got. But thank y'all. Appreciate it. I Hopefully, I'll see you again soon. Peace out.
Shining, shining.